Welcome to Express Church Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We are a ministry of Arizona Message Ministry, the message to the number two dot US. We are supported financially by HaribouBooks.com. Make sure you go on there, buy some of the books that are there, donate them to your school, donate them to your church, donate them to your library so we can get the message of hope and the message of encouragement out. Enjoy the podcast. Good morning, everybody. Welcome again to a great Sunday with the Express Church Experience. Church brought to you in your home so you can receive God's word in your home with your family, where you feel comfortable, where you feel safe. We're so glad that you opened your doors for us today to have another time together in worshiping God. The psalm for today that has come from the reading of the Revised Common Lectionary. Again, we try to do that when we can so that we can unite with other Christians, millions and millions across the world, lifting our hands and lifting our voices in praise to God. Psalm 25 is that Psalm of the Revised Common Lectionary for today. And it says, to you, O Lord, I lift up my soul and you I trust, O my God. Don't let me be put to shame, nor let my enemies triumph over me. No one who hopes it, hope is in you will ever be put to shame. When I read that, the first verse jumped out at me. And for those that haven't got their Bibles open or look trying to get to Psalm 25, I'm going to read that one more time because it just touched me today. To you, O Lord, I lift my soul in you. In you, I trust, oh my God. This is a reminder yet again that in God we trust is not just an inscription on our money, but it is an acknowledgement of our relationship with God, that he is our God, we are his children, his, we are his creation put here for his purpose, for his glory. And we, we should be invited to, when we lift our Prayers to him, lifted understanding with confidence that we are asking him for help, knowing that we are putting our trust in him and knowing that he will deliver us in, in his way, way and in his will. So when we ask God for healing, grace, mercy, power, we need some life-changing power, some miracle-making power, some healing power for those who we're lifting our prayer requests up for and our praise is up for when we talk about a couple of people who we've been praying for week after week after week and we have we've stayed vigilant in our prayer and God's miracle continues to go the bishop's wife is home I spoke with him briefly and he said that they are finishing their in-home treatment preparing for the next step which God has prepared for them and has ordained for them and we just lift our praise but we're going to continue to pray that full healing comes and she can get back to ministry like she did before. We were praying for Dayton's uh, wife, and she, I got the message that she's still struggling in and out of, of the hospital, but she's actually been able to come home and get reunited with him, and nothing like being reunited in God's love and God's protection. I was asked to pray for a man named Gary who has colon cancer. To you, O oh Lord, we lift our soul in you, oh Lord, we in, in you I trust, oh my God. I'm going to say that one more time, Gary, because I know you're 
listening to this, so I don't want to get the prayer wrong as we are praying for you. To you, O Lord, I lift my soul. In you I trust, O my God. Gary's married to my brother's sister's sister. So he's family. We've known him for 40-some years when we were all just young uh, kids, and now he's battling. But we know that God will do what God does, and we lift up our prayers to him. And I want to also lift up prayers to a lady. She had the uh, custom tailoring shop. And as I was was hearing about her I and preparing for this prayer request, I said that folks who know me know that custom suits and Stephen Zachary, we kind of go together. I've been wearing a lot of custom suits over the years. And Annie, her, that's her name, owned a custom suit shop. And I was going there to see how she was doing during COVID-19. And I learned that, there was, that her store was closed because of an emergency illness. I thought it was just COVID-19 hit her and it was going to be a couple of days, maybe a week, maybe even a month that she was going to be recovering. And month after month, she didn't open the store, didn't open the store. So finally, I sent her a text. And Annie and I are, are about the same age. We used to talk about how our mothers were in the hospital at the same time. I, she's just a couple of days older than I am. And I received a message from her daughter. And anytime you receive a message from a family member and not the person you're trying to contact, you know it can't be good. And Annie's daughter said that they moved her from Arizona to Georgia because she's gravely ill. And so I told her daughter to tell Annie we're going to be praying for her. To you, O Lord, I lift my soul, and you I trust, O my God. These are the prayers and, and petitions that we have, and I'm hoping that everybody joins and unites. And today, I'm excited about church today because I get to give a very special message, one that myself and my two brothers and my sister, mom didn't, doesn't notice, but we've been talking this week because I said I want to give a tribute to my mother. It's her birthday today. I'm not going to say the age. Those that know her know, know her age. But I, what I like about it is she comes to church on FaceTime. And she's on FaceTime. So everybody right now, I'm going to stop, pause for a minute. When I, After I say happy birthday, everybody can give a virtual happy birthday. All right, say happy birthday. Happy birthday, mom. And, and I, it's also one of my aunt's birthday, so we say happy birthday to her as well. And I was thinking about this celebration, and the title is simply A Tribute to Mother. A Tribute to Mother. And as I said, we were the, the, the children were figuring out which verse we thought was the proper verse for today, and we unanimously concluded that Proverbs 31, 25, and 28 is the verse that describes our mother. Proverbs 31, 25 to 28. If you are one of the people who watch this, who have told me that they like to pause the, the message so that they can get to the Bible verse, this is a good time to pause because we're going to go to Proverbs 31, verses 25 to 28. And it says, she is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise and call her blessed. 
And as I was breaking this verse down, she laughs at the days to come. And we look at the at the years that my mother has been living and she during this time she has lost her husband of over 50 years, her son to homicide, her grandson to a sudden illness. And I say my mom's no, not only a widow, but she's an orphan because she's lost her parents and her sibling as well. But at the same time, Proverbs 31 is fitting. She laughs. She can laugh at the days to come because there's nothing that can steal her joy and nothing that can destroy her faith. If you have those two things where nothing can steal your joy and nothing can take, can take away your faith, you will always be able to laugh at the days to come. And when I was looking at uh, why it was that Psalm 31, she can laugh at the days to come, was fitting. I turned to Psalm 37. We're going to go through some Psalms and some Proverbs. They call this wisdom literature. We need a little wisdom literature as we celebrate the longevity of my mother. So Psalm 37, 2 and 3, I'm going to move from Proverbs to Psalm. Psalm 37, 23, 26 says, Though they stumble, they will never fall. For the Lord holds them up by their hand. Once I was young and now I'm old. Sorry about that, Mom. Yet I have never seen the godly forsaken or their children begging for bread. The godly always gives generously to others and their children are a blessing. And I was thinking about this psalm and I wanted, I, you know, the lawyers, we got to add a little bit on to the, what, the, what the psalmist said. The psalmist said, and their children are a blessing. And I wanted to add for my mom, her grandchildren and her great-grandchildren are a blessing. And because my mother lived the Psalm 37, 23, 26 life, she can laugh at the days to come. And I took, took myself back a little bit to 1986 when my brother was murdered. And at that time, and it still is an unsolved homicide. And the fact that the police could not find the person and bring the person to justice when I was in the, the field of justice and justice was not being rendered upon our family. I was upset and I talked to my mom about it being an unsolved homicide. And she said, the person who did this, oh, and I'm gonna stop for a minute because I want folks to hear this because this is a critical piece of why she has that faithful walk where she can, is not concerned about the future. So I'm gonna say, as I understood what my mom said, she said, the person who did this, that's murdered my brother, has to answer to God. Oh, preach, mom. The person who did this has to answer to God. It is not as unsolved. It might be undiscovered. It might be covered up. It might be undetected from the earthly realm, but heaven knows. Heaven knows what is done in darkness. Heaven know, it knows what is motivated by hate. Heaven knows what is is what is in the heart of those who are consumed by the acts of the devil darkness was done but light will bring it about you can't you can run but you can't hide i know some people have heard that verse before you can run but you cannot hide jesus in luke 12 and 2 said 
There is nothing concealed that will not be discovered and hidden that will not be made known. We know that it's going to be made known in his proper time. And continuing on the subject, you remember we were in the prayer time. We were praying for Annie and the modern day Taylor. But when we talk about things that are trying to be hidden away from God, the acts of humanity that are trying to be hidden from God, I, I went back to the what I call the first Taylor, the first seamstress of humanity. That seamstress realized that they were naked and sewed fig trees to fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. And then they heard the sound of the Lord as he was walking in the garden. And they hid from God among the trees in the garden. But God called to man, where are you? You can't hide from God. As she can laugh at the days to come. Proverbs 31, the days of to come, judgment day. My mom is not worried about that day. She's unworried about the days to come. And that gives her a heart of forgiveness. I'm hoping that as I stumble through this part of the message that you understand that when you have faith in God and you have that type of focus in your life, you're not worried about what's going to come on no matter what happens. You can have a heart of forgiveness. And I hope somebody hears that and takes the wisdom of years that come from my mother's life. If you don't, if you haven't got that, rewind that. When you live a life of faith, you can then release things to heaven and have a spirit of forgiveness. Somebody, I know there's probably somebody that's hearing this that has had some loss, had some harm, somebody has that somebody has caused them, and they need to have some forgiveness. And I hope that hearing my mom's words that the person has to answer to God can give you that, that peace back and allow you to have forgiveness. And when you have that forgiveness, it gets you to the point of strength and dignity. Psalm 30, I mean, Proverbs 31 says, she is clothed with strength and dignity. So, and we remember we go back and compare that to the first seamstress who was clothed with guilt, clothed with blame, Eve was clothed with shame, clothed with fear. She was clothed with distress at what she had done. God saying that you, you can release that clothing and get clothed in strength and dignity if you're a Proverbs 31 woman. And that's what God wants us to be. God wants us all to have what I call uh, the ultimate custom suit. See, we, we can wear whatever clothing that we have, we can either have the, the filthy clothing of guilt and shame, or we can have the custom clothing of strength and dignity. Now, we want to see how that goes. I always like to do a little biblical comparison and contrast so that people can look at the Proverbs 31 person and say, I want to be like that person, clothed in strength and dignity to see what, how we are. I want to give you another description another visual of, a, of and have two different women. And so you can decide which one you want to be like. We have Proverbs 31, 25 to 28. That's the woman clothed in strength and dignity who can laugh at the days to come. 
because she has faithful instruction from God and faith in him. Now let's go to Proverbs 11. Proverbs 11 describes another woman. We get to Proverbs 11, verse 22. It's a little bit of a significant difference between the two ladies. Proverbs 11, 22 says, Like a gold ring in a pig's snout is a beautiful woman who shows no discretion. The desire of the righteous ends only in good, but the hope of the wicked only in wrath. The contrast between these two uh, proverbs teaches us the character that character is revealed. Character is revealed. You no matter how hard you try to hide it, distract it, clothe it, you're you're at some point your character is going to get revealed. It will either be revealed in the in now while you're living or in the days to come on judgment. So I, I'm hoping that everybody who's watching this today can look into their own spiritual closet and make a decision on what you're going to be clothed with. Are you going to be clothed like a ring in a pig snout because you show no discretion? You have no faith? You don't walk in the ways of the Lord? Or you're going to be clothed in strength and dignity? And I like the way somebody put it. Somebody said, a woman clothed in strength and dignity, her pumps that she stands on is the dignity, the foundation about how, of how she lives. And the dress that she has is strength. So I'm hoping that you get the visual, the shoes, the foundation that a godly woman, and, I, and we, it is because Proverbs 31 is talking about the godly woman, and because today we're giving a tribute from the family to our mother, I'm going to be referring to women, but I think the same principles apply to men as well. But as we talk about the Proverbs 31 woman, her feet, her shoes, her custom shoes, the foundation that she lives on, the foundation that she stands on, the foundation that doesn't get her to fall because God has her by the right hand, that's dignity. Dignity that comes from the resurrection of Jesus. Dignity that comes from faith in that resurrection. Dignity because she's walking on the right path. When you walk on the right path, you're not going to stumble. When you get off the path, when you're high, trying to hide in the garden, around the trees, you don't know what's there. You don't know what's tripping you up. I don't know if anybody's trying to run through the woods of darkness, but if, but if you haven't, then you, you probably can visualize for yourself. If you're running through the garden of darkness, you're likely going to fall over something. I'm hoping that you're starting to get the visualization. The same is, is true for our spiritual walk. When we walk on that smooth pavement, pavement, that smooth pavement, pavement that was mapped out by the will of God, things can come at you just like they can come at you in the dark woods. But the good thing is, is that we have God as our protector who will take those things away from him. In you, O oh Lord, we trust. That's going to be what's going to keep us having that foundation of dignity so that we don't have to worry about what is coming at us because we know that the Lord is with us and he's going to have faithful love for us and he's going to guard our heart and he's going to guard our soul. And when I thought about that, having arm clothed with, and I said not only clothed with, 
when I looked at my mother, it wasn't just clothed with strength. It was having an armor of strength. Oh, man. I know my siblings watching this just gave me an amen because they know the same thing I know. It's not just that clothed with strength. You have an armor of strength. When things were coming, raining hate, I say mom was clothed with strength. When, she, when things in her lifetime were raining sexism and racism, she was clothed with strength. When things were raining down, loss and pain, she was clothed with strength. When things rained down with sickness and death, she was clothed with strength. Proverbs 31 says she was clothed with strength and dignity. And I believe it's because of what the Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 15, 1 Corinthians 15, 5, 5, 1 Corinthians 15, 53 and 54. I think it describes why a Proverbs 31 woman can be clothed with, with can be clothed with strength and stand on a foundation of dignity because of what Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 15. 53 and 54, it says when the perishable is clothed with the imperishable and the mortal clothed with the immortal, then the saying that was written will come true. Death has been swallowed up in victory. When you are clothed with the imperishable, clothed with the immortal, resurrection power of Christ Jesus, that is what gives you strength because you know can't, you've already followed Christ. You already received his inheritance, which is a resurrection, a place in heaven, a, a victory over anything that comes to get you. The, our psalm that we were saying earlier says that, please do not let my enemy have victory over me. We know that that is a, is a request from God but we say it with confidence because we already know the victory and the battle has been won. And we know that we can release that battle to the Lord. We can release that pain to the Lord. We can just say, Lord, it is you. they have to answer to you. Story that my mom gave, story that my mom gave is she was a young girl and her and her mom, her mom's a doctor's wife in the 1940s, 30s and 40s. She's a doctor's wife. My mom's a doctor's daughter. And even now, but even probably more so then, doctors were, were held at the highest esteem. So you would think when my mom and my grandmother walked into a store to sit down and have something to eat, people would say, hey, Miss Doc, Mrs. Doctor, because that's what they used to say. You used to say, Mrs. Doctor. You think that's what they would have said, but no. The person in the store said, we can't serve you because we're owned by a company from the South and we've got orders that we can't serve you. If you're clothed with strength and dignity, you respond like my grandmother responded as she stood up. She said, it is your problem, not mine. When you are clothed with strength and dignity, no matter what people throw at you, no matter what people say about you, no matter what people try to treat you, it is their problem, not yours. We are clothed with strength and dignity. We are clothed with the imperishable. We're clothed with the immortal. 
and with that clothing comes a dignity that nobody can take from us. When you wear the custom suit. I know Annie's listening to this too. I said I was going to send her the message today because we're praying for her to Annie from Annie's custom suits. But Annie, as good as your suits are, and I don't know anybody that I've known over the years that make a better custom suit than Annie, but, but the custom suit that's one up for her from you, Annie, is the custom suit that comes from Almighty God, that comes from heaven, that imperishable, immortal suit. When we wear that custom suit of strength and dignity, it puts us in a position where we are able to witness for God. We are able to give our testimony. I know that if somebody lives the number of years that my mother has living, living, yes, I thought I was going to get through the retired teacher's tribute without messing up the Queen's English, but I should have known better. So I'm going to try that again. When you've lived the life and the longevity that my mother has, you're going to have an opportunity for a testimony. And if you haven't, if you if you don't know my mom, you hope you're listening to her testimony here today. And I'm hoping that this gives you the wisdom as if you were sitting next to her sitting. Did I say sitting or sitting? So I, I'm trying to trying to keep the Queen's English proper so that my mom, who's on FaceTime, I'm not looking at her. Because eh, let me go head on. Yeah, she's laughing at me. Anyway, so when we go through, when we look at our opportunity that we have clothed with the strength and, and standing on, clothed with strength, standing on dignity as our foundation, having a faith and a joy that no one can take away because we know whose we are and we know that we're here for God's purpose and that no matter what happens to us, God's purpose will prevail. When that's the custom suit that you are clothed with, then you'll have that opportunity to witness to God. You'll have that opportunity to give your testimony. And the testimony that I say that is fitting, fitting, is that if I can help somebody along the way, then my living will not be in vain. And when I was putting this message together, I had to go through the YouTube videos to find that song. It's a classic gospel song that says, if I can help somebody along the way, then my living will not be in vain. And I'm hoping that we have some people today that hear this and, remind, and are reminded that that is your purpose. Your purpose being on, li on, on earth, living a life for Christ, is to be his ambassadors. Your purpose for being here on earth, your purpose of your life is to fulfill the plan that God has for you. And that plan is to bring souls for the kingdom of God. The plan is to put light where dark is. The plan is to move out hate, to get rid of dissension, to get rid of idolatry, to get rid of all things that are not of the spirit, things that don't glorify God. And when we do that, we do that when we are found, have the foundation of dignity. When we take out the gold ring and the pig snout attitude and behavior and throw that away and, and armor ourselves with the wonderful 
imperishable, immortal suit of God. That's when we become that Proverbs 31, 25, 28 person. I had to add person here today because it, it's, it's designed for women, but it's fitting for everybody. That's where we are. That's God's plan. If I can help somebody along the way, then my living will not be in vain. And I know that when people look back on the years that my mother has lived, they can start counting the people who she's helped along the way. Just, maybe just helped when they were feeling bad. I know that she volunteered for 30 some years at the, the uh, airport in Minnesota. She helped people who were in distress travelers. She volunteered through Catholic charities helping to reunite people who were giving up at birth, who were struggling with their identity. If I can help somebody along the way, then my living will not be in vain. Those are just a couple of examples of the hundreds of people who she was able to help. That then God's plan for mothers is fulfilled. And God's plan for mothers is that their children will rise and call her blessed. Her children will rise and call her blessed. And I looked at it and said, I think that, that my mother has, a, has that distinction. But I also said, not only does she have the distinction of having her children rise and call her blessed, but she has her grandchildren who look up to her with respect and admiration, whose, whose children will say, uh, whose children will say that their mother is blessed. Reason why I paused is somebody, I'm on a, my iPad and a person who's known my mother, he's, he's about my age, has known my mother his, almost his whole life. My mother was his aunt's roommate in college. His grandfather and my grandfather were friends and colleagues in the medical profession in Iowa, and he just sent me a text message uh, talking about, I believe, the tribute that is going on for my mother. So, I, Milton, you, you, you distracted me in the, in the end of the message. We're going to close because we're at 10 o'clock. My mother has that distinction. Today is her birthday, another year for her family to be blessed. And my prayer is that there are many more years to come where her children will rise and call her blessed. Many more years where she can share God's love with those who see, eat, see for those who see her and enjoy life to the fullest. And I hope not only is that for my mother, I hope that that's for all the mothers that are listening to this here today, all the grandmothers, the great grandmothers, all the families that we continue as children rise and call our parents blessed. I hope that this, this message gave you some wisdom, some comfort, and some joy. And I'm a wave to my mom. Happy birthday. Thank you for listening today. Thank you to all our guests. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Stephen Zachary Minister Gilbert, the Arizona Message Ministry on Facebook. And feel free to send me an email to the message2.us or to my private website, stephenzachary.com. Thank you to Haribo Books for supporting us. That's HaribaBooks.com. Look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks.